everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 536. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I am Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And how is everybody doing tonight? Meh. I've had a couple of long days. I've had a couple of long days. Also, I realized since I got this new 4K monitor, and I'm not saying it to like rub it into anybody's faces because I'm not, I realize that I don't have OBS at full screen auditions not at full screen because I realized when I had it at full screen it's like this is definitely way too much space so everything is just kind of scattered about so and I kind of like it for the way it is I have just enough space to get things done so I kind of miss one of my tabs in OBS but it is what it is so you know but anywho enough about that let's let's get the show on the freaking road here huh uh-huh. Okay, let me minimize this and make that perfect. Okay. Where are you? Perfect. Here we go. Here we go. We are live tonight. Week of March 1st, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also proud partners, part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find out more information at vognetwork.com and if you want to check out some of the programming on there you can just head over to uh, twitch tv slash vognetwork they kick things off monday night no sunday night at 8 p.m uh the bobby blackwell show followed by orange lounge radio at nine and don't forget we have a discord so come swing through hang out with us there at discord.com no vognetwork.com slash discord every channel that's in there has is has a show on Vogue or at one time. So come through, hang out, have a good time. Well, I will absolutely love you. And I see the beery says, so it was the chaos isekai when you had them full screen. Yeah. I was just glad it was no trash art online cameo appearances while I had it at full screen. Cause that is a terrible isekai. It's huh. a, it's a poor man's dot hack. Let's be real. Oof. Log Horizon was better than Trash Art Online, so. I mean, Log Horizon took basically the plot point of Sword Art Online and just made it better. So, that's my word, and I'm sticking to that. Anywho, now that we got that out the way, let's ask the, the other hosts on the show, how was their week and how was their day? Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, well, you know, it's Tuesday, so I got paid. Mm. And uh, this past weekend was my birthday. Happy birthday to you, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, it doesn't feel happy. I'm, I've turned 40. I'm 43. Welcome to the club. Huh. Anyway, my friends, you know, they, we all decided to go out to the original barcade in uh, Philly. Hold up. The original what? barcades in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah. All right. 
the original is in Brooklyn. There's like three locations in Manhattan. I think they opened another one in Brooklyn. There's one in Newark. There's one in Jersey City, and there's one in Philly. So, uh, I guess I was told wrong then. Nah, tr- yeah, and, it, it's anyway, all we, good. Yeah, huh? it's all good. Anyway, we had spent it. We spent the, uh, the the night drinking and playing video games. Mm. Although some of the machines were a little gimped out and had, you know, non-functioning joysticks, which. We got to find out the hard way. I and I also believe they actually crank up the difficulty on those on those machines on purpose. Well, that's that's you know doable in any uh, arcade machine. No, I'm saying like when you go into any arcade, it's generally set at level four or level five right off the bat. I have seen machines set at level seven and eight. Oh yeah, I know. I I've, I've done that too. But yeah, especially in like place where people are bound to put a lot of money in that that's what they do yep and uh anyway uh but yeah that's how uh things have been my vacation ended yesterday and Mm. getting back into the swing of work which i'm like uh i need a vacation again really like didn't want to go to work I mean, thankfully, my next vacation is in two weeks anyway, the third week of uh, mm-hmm. March. Oh, yeah. Because we're all right. going to Zenkai, yeah. remember? Actually, it's you, me, Chocola, and Kurohikari-chan, the four of us. So we'll be sending virtual hugs and kisses to Mako-chan as she cries into her soup. Uh, well, actually, um, they did post that for $15... I can actually watch part of the convention live from my home. Are you going to do it? Yes, I am. But it's awesome. not the same. But I totally get it. No, you. it's not the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. But um, they we will be recording. need a TV screen with your face on it. That way we can see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Mandy TV. Um, but they, all they Mandy all the time. Um, main hall and two of the bigger panel rooms. And then they will be you know, doing different shots of around the convention and um, posting old videos. Mm. So, and the good thing is for $15, that is a year that I can watch all of those videos. So I don't even have to watch them that weekend. Well, it sure is. It sure is how, it sure is how beats them building an app to do all of that. So, which that is a good thing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's how everything's been going. Uh, this is also my first day back at working with the new car, and everyone who had seen it is loving it. That's good. They kind of figured it was mine because I had already put a Mason decal on the back on the back bumper. Mm. <laughs> I was at some party over the weekend, and I saw a guy. You know, he actually had the Mason pin on his tie. That's common too. Yeah. But yeah, we're a secret society which has a huge line of merch. With Nicolas Cage as its president. Oh, God damn it. Don't <laughs> even joke about that. Sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> All right. 
that's uh, how my weekend day has been going. Okay. Um, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, um, something, something, Pokemon, something, something. Yeah, the, uh, the new generation release. Mm, yeah, so not only did we get the new generation release, we got, you know, Pokemon Day was Sunday. Um, they had the, uh, they had the Pokemon event in Pogo. Um, an update for Arceus. And, uh, yeah, so lots of Pokemoning this week. And, and the Alolan Pokemon debuted today in Pokemon Go. Now, before we, before we go any further, Mako. Hmm? Tell them which is your starter cat for your starter Pokemon for Gen Nine. Weed cat. <laughs> um, the thing is, if I, I've seen a couple of different quote unquote spoilers for uh, leaks on mm. what's going on, and if the, the final f- version is going to be a human, a, a, ver- a cat version of Rob Van Dam. No, no, no. i the the fire starter. Um, it actually kind of looks uh, very demonic mm. in its final form. Um, so if that's true, <laughs> I might actually have to go with the fire demon so, instead of the weed cat. So what you're so saying... Fire, it'll be fire dark or fire ghost. So what you're saying is its final form is you in the morning when you hit the alarm clock. Pretty much. <laughs> and as La Chocolate says, I like the duck. He looks like Donald Duck. Yeah, actually, that's Kingdom Hearts Donald. At least this Pokemon knows how to heal. But I'm... Yeah, I'm already on Team Admiral Quacks. Look, there's already, there's already Kingdom Hearts photoshops going around with the duck superimposed on top of Donald. You're lucky all you found was Kingdom Hearts photoshops. No, I found a German meme of uh, of the wee cat go- with the blunt smoking. <laughs> I was referring to people already making Rule 34 fan art of them, but yeah, that works. Oh, so you saw what I put on Mako-chan's Facebook. I didn't see that specifically. I don't know what you're about. <laughs> I would wait until... Well, mm. Okay. <gasps> All right. But yeah, also the fact that the region is based on uh, Iberia, you know, mm-hmm. Spain and Portugal and whatnot. Yeah. Are we gonna get somebody? Like, are we gonna get some crazy uh, trader who looks like who looks and acts like Vega from Street Fighter? I don't know, but I do understand that a lot of the names of the Gen Nine Pokemon are in that style of like Latin s- spelling and sounding, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I see it a beer. He says, "Leaks don't go with the cat; they go with far fetched." But I'm. I actually wouldn't mind like a sir fetched figurine at my desk. What the hell? <laughs> I, well, I tried to warn you. Keyword: try. It's not that I'm like angry or anything. I'm like, oh, this isn't nearly as bad as what I've seen. Fair enough. All I'll say is I want a new Eevee. We've gone a couple of a couple of generations now with no new Eevee Lucian, and I want a new Eevee. Like in, in the same vein, if you want a new duck, 
I know exactly what that song is, and now I'm hearing yeah. it in my head. Thank you. You're welcome. No, the problem is, is I have that in my head, and from going to all of his freaking Ranma panels, I have the music video in my head. Oh, yeah, with Moose. You too. That's I, what's playing in my head right now. I think I have that original panel on a CD or a DVD somewhere in his house. I would not be surprised. I think when it comes around to the to an anniversary of Ronma one half, I may have to bring that panel back. So, my weekend day has been the same more or less, except that the last few days have been kind of mind numbing because the company I work for acquired another company. So, plus Infosec pushed an update to the phones. And people have been complaining about the fact that they have to put pin, they have to put a pin on their watches. Well, if your watch is connected to a phone which has our corporate email, that's what has to happen. And for those of you who are wondering, if you put a pin, a pin or a passcode on your watch, you only have to put that pin code in when you put the watch on. That's it. When it, that's the only time. And there are times I even forget. And I'm just like, oh. You know, I just do it. That's all it is. People are mad that more apps are being pushed to their phones. They're like, well, if you're using corporate email and you're viewing documents and so forth, that's part of the package. You can either get a second phone to put that on or just remove the corporate, the, the, the software. That's all it is. You know, there's, there's no compromise. I, I'm just a messenger, you know. Uh... And because of that, uh, the last couple of days of work has been a little hectic because I've been staying a little bit later because I'm fielding like calls at like five minutes before I leave and this and that. So I've been handling them and that's kind of happened today. But thankfully, I was able to get out not too late, but still make it in time to watch to catch up with television and stuff. Um, that's basically has been my week. And day, you know, that's it. Oh, and I did, I did a little bit of cleaning up. Oh, and I injured my tendon while working out at the gym Saturday, but it's it feels a lot better. So I think this Saturday my trainer is probably going to do the, more of the upper body strength. And I think, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but last week I went to the doctor for a blood test. You know, they wanted to check up on some things about me. Basically, my sugar's a little high, my liver numbers are a little high, but it's nothing bad. It's just they're just being proactive. So I have to cut down on fatty foods and exercise a lot more. So I my goal is now to at least hit the gym Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at least, you know? So we'll, we'll see how that goes thing is i've been i've been trying to go to the gym since i've been back at work at least more than once a week but you know i get lazy and y'all know this mm -hmm. and i got my and all oh, one thing on my test results is i have to make it i decided to make an appointment for a sleep study to figure out my snoring and i'll say this once and i'll say it again i do not snore it is heavy breathing in regards to how my nose is. 
I do understand that other people say that I snore, so I am just going to take their word for it. It's just that it's my pro it's my hubris as saying otherwise, because that's what people have said to me for years. It's not that you're not snoring, it's just heavy breathing. So hopefully after this sleep study, they'll give me some type of medication. I'll clear my nose up where it'll go away or something like that. We'll see what happens. So overall, I think if I had to put myself on a percentage, I say I'm running at anywhere between 90 to 95%, you know, so that's all that matters. I'm good. I'm good with that. So now that we got that out the way, let's get into some housekeeping here. If it'll, if it'll adjust, let me uh, push the button again. No, let's try it one more time. Actually, uh, let me just do it that way. No, there we go. All right, so we got some housekeeping information here. Uh, don't forget, every episode of Anime Jam Session uh, last, uh, of last year up until now is available on YouTube. Uh, you can find them at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Click on the link for podcast VODs at the playlist file, and you'll see them all there. And I will be updating, um, I believe starting this week, each uh, podcast episode will have an episode title on there. So if you don't read underneath the thumbnail, I'll drop it in right there. So we'll, we'll roll with that. Uh, don't forget to check out the VOG Network uh, Pro Shop at vognetwork.com slash shop. Cool uh, VOG Network merchandise. Please support your independent podcasters. That's us. Uh, we have upcoming conventions right now. I only have two confirmed. I think I have a third, but I don't remember. Uh, ZenkaiCon, March 25th to the 27th at Lancaster County Convention Center in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And RetroCon, September 24th to the 22nd, I mean 25th, at the Oaks Convention Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. And speaking of ZenkaiCon, I just got a uh, word in on this a few minutes ago, but... I will be doing a panel at ZenkaiCon. It'll be uh, Friday, uh, March 25th. Uh, I believe panel room three uh, from six to seven. It's basically Twitch streaming and podcasting 101. This panel will teach you how to get started, how to create the ideas, planning it out, what you're look, the investments you're looking at to do the shows and so forth. And the most important thing is Go in with the mindset of having fun with it. Because if you're looking to make money, yeah, you got a long hill to climb. Yeah. So now that we got that out the way, we're going to get into the next part of our show. Uh, geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about our the geekier aspects of our lives. So, Ari, what you got? Uh, this is... Well, uh, you remember when I brought my computer up to you for upgrading and i was embarrassed about you know how dusty it was on the inside even though i tried to clean it out yeah yeah because this was the thing i was waiting on to mm -hmm. clean it with you know what's funny i saw one of those once before online and i laughed and mocked it because i thought it was like something weak but i've seen a and i'm like you know what compressed air is so much better that that's just me but i started to see a lot of Tech to you, uh, tech this thing is loud and it gets fast. I believe it. So, yeah, what, yeah. so what happened? So this is why I was, I was planning on, mm -hmm. you know, cleaning out mm -hmm. with this thing. 
So what happened was I saw a lot of tech YouTubers talking about like the the electronic air duster, you know. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe they have a point. So I went out and bought like uh, an extension for my vacuum to do that with, which was a great idea. But then I realized how lazy I'd get trying to hook up the attachments to get it done. So I, I know it has a uh, USB three uh, port in the back. Yeah, but I it will not. And under any circumstances, use my computer to charge this thing up. Oh, you can. It won't do anything to your computer. Trust me. Yeah, but I'm not gonna have. Like, I'm not gonna get, have a uh, dildo crypto incident like that one guy had. A what? The dude had bought a USB rechargeable dildo okay. and charge it on his PC. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it had some backdoor malware where oh, it deleted all of his cryptocurrency and NFTs. Oh shit. I mean, I, I kind of, in a the, way, the, crowd, I kinda, the uh, internet kind of laughed at him, in obviously. A, in a way, I kind of find it hard to believe, but when it comes to USB, anything's plausible. And I see DeBerry says, backdoor malware. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And he says, that's not the kind of virus I would expect from that kind of thing. That makes two of us. <sighs> Hey, he made the comment this time, not me. Yeah, I knew that sort of thing was going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Mako-chan. Share off uh, Hime-sama. Yeah, so uh, continuing on from last week, I am showing off the um, Toy Nami figure of uh, Princess Aika. Um, so yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's her. <laughs> mm. And again, um, it is part of the set. There are three figures fully. Um, I showed off Ryoko last week. Now you have Princess Aika, and next week you'll get Tenchi. Fair enough. And yes, it is legit. It is real. No, we never said, um, we never said it wasn't, so, you know. No, I know yeah. some people were asking last week, so, yes, this is also completely legit. Mm. And it has the Pioneer logo on it, it has the Toonami logo on it. And as CWRI says, all hail the House of Jirai. Them kinky fucks. Oof. I have the tr- I, I had I had the playing cards at one time, so yeah. Kinky how? You want to tell him? If you, if you go into some of the backstories, I mean, not only are they you know marrying cousins and sisters and brothers, oh yeah, and royal ingredients, things like that. that. But um, they're they're also into uh. BDSM. Yeah. Oh, that's her thing. Go right ahead. I mean, think about it. Um, Ayaka was 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 using like a a cattle prod on Ryoka, and, she, and Ryoka's like, "Is that all you got?" And then Ayaka made some snide comment about it. Like a little bit to the left. Oh, that's the spot. 
wouldn't surprise me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So I had something else I was going to show off tonight, but I'm going to save it for next week because something else came in today. So let me ask y'all, how many of y'all just getting like a notification email from like USPS, FedEx or UPS that, um, you have a package coming and you have no idea who is it coming from? Yeah, a I've gotten bit, that a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, that happened today. And I'm just like, what the fuck did I order? Uh, wait, I don't, I don't know. So I come home and I go to the porch, find this package, and I look at the address and I'm like, Tequila washi. Oh, it's my uh, it's my my LTT store uh, hoodie that I ordered. Now, as some of y'all may know, my favorite uh, YouTuber is Linus Sebastian of Linus Tech Tips because it's a tech YouTuber. I basically watch his streams more than anybody else's. I mean, he puts out a video every single day. He has a great team. I met the man, as I've said here a couple times before. So, from time to time, I make purchases from the LTT store, such as this water bottle. Um, and for a while, I wanted one of the, the hoodies. Now, the main reason why I wanted one of the hoodies is because their hoodies have a special, has a third pocket on the inside just for your cell phone. So, I think that's kind of cool. Because I think we've all had that fear of putting your, your phone in your hoodie pocket and you're, and as you're walking or running, it's going to, like, bounce out, you know? Mm. Uh. Th th that's basically long and short. And they had other stuff, but this was the one I was waiting for, which kind of sold out, so I went and got it. So this means that I will have to retire one of my other hoodies, so... nice i do like it looks nice too that's yeah. for sure it feels kind of heavy too but if it looks lightweight but it feels so heavy but it feels kind of heavy all right hold on okay let's get this on see how it fits okay It's nice and snug. So, and the way it feels, it kind of feels like it's one of those hoodies where if you put another jacket on top, the sleeves are not going to, like, rise up on you. And here is the other pocket. So, you know, I, I, and I like it. This feels good, you know. And I think I dropped 60 bucks on this. Damn. See, but there's something that you have you have to remember on a slime boy says looking comfy. Thank you. Thank you. Now, here's something you got to understand. Uh, it's 
Yeah, you could always buy like a regular hoodie for like a third of the cost or even a quarter of the cost that I paid. But a lot of streamers have like customizable merchandise and they can't buy it in the bulk where it's cheap, you know? So it has to be somewhere in the middle, which is why if you look, if you follow various Twitch streamers, if you look at their merch, maybe their drink wares are the same or the shirt quality is the same. It, it, that could be they may be going to the same company to get what they need, but the, you, the difference is you're paying for what you know having their logo. Now with this, uh, they act it's they, they act it's like more customizable. Like the LTT logo was like on the sleeve here. Um, there's the logo over here somewhere, and it's it feels really nice. And the material on the inside. It's definitely different, so I'm probably going to check out the tag later. Actually, I can just go on the website. It tells you what it's made of, so, you know. I will be wearing this out tomorrow as I, you know, as I go to work, so. And the thing is, I wanted a hoodie where it felt warm, but it didn't have to look like, like a monster thick hoodie. So I think this, this will do the job. So I'll probably end up wearing it the rest of the show, so, you know. So now that we got that out the way... Let's get into tonight's uh, topics. And I think we're probably running a just a scotch behind, but we'll get it all done. So, no worries. So, first up on tonight's show is Kizuna I. Ari, tell me what's going on with this VTuber. <clears throat> Let's see. She, uh, she debuted in December 2016, has about 3 million or so subscribers, and... A few days ago, she announced that she would go on a definite hiatus after her anniversary concert. Concert After the official opening of concert, Hughes and I sang many of her hit songs to drive the atmosphere of the, of the show. You can also see many v, other VTubers on stage who participated. Hmm. And then, as the event drew to a close, there was an official anime project announced. I mean, really, are you not surprised? Oh, of course not. Uh... The, the details are not confirmed and not sure it'll be an anime series, a film, something else, whatever. The concert also announced a project called CVOI, which is jointly developed and implemented by Frontier Works and other companies with the voice of Kizuna to develop a special AI Kizuna that specializes in singing. Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks to not see any more you know, videos online, but yeah, th this uh, anime project could be really good. Hmm. It, hopefully, we'll, it'll, it'll get like a, a translation and we can see it, you know? Now it's just... Uh, <clears throat> uh, now it's just only a matter of time before people start begging for other uh, VTubers to be Given this treatment, getting their own series and whatnot. I mean, given how popular the Hollow Life characters are, would not surprise me. Oh yeah, but, I can think of at least two or three that'll that'll be top candidates. But, uh, but here's the thing: where is the Hatsune Miku anime? And no, <laughs> Black Rock Shooter doesn't count. Probably a Corone, uh, Guagura, and a. Uh, Mori Calliope will be the uh, <clears throat> like be the, t the first three off the top of my head. Yeah, and as Slime Boy says, VTuber stuff really exploded. And I have to say, I 
kind of missed the explosions on that because I had no clue. I mean, one of one of my friends was like a sister to me. She's a VTuber, and honestly, she's the only VTuber I'll actually follow, you know, because I know who that person is. So, well, let's see how it plays out, you know. Now, as we jump, we're going to go into Mako-chan's fandom real quick with um, Pokemon. That's not mine. Is it? No, oh, oh, that's oh, yours. Oh, wait, that's right. I gave you Ghosts in the Shell. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. you got you have to understand, both of those are Mako's fandom. So sometimes I have to flip a coin to see who gets what. <laughs> so here's the thing. We're going to get a web animated series sometime this year for Pokemon Legends Arceus. And it's supposed to be done by Wit Studio. So from what we're from my understanding, that it's going to happen sometime this summer. Um, Pokemon Company will announce more details later. But I just want to say before we continue, when it comes to Pokemon anime and Pokemon games and so forth. Understand that Nintendo has no say, essentially, on how those are done. All Nintendo does is slap their logo on the game to publish. That's it. Everything else is done by Game Freak. So please, if you have an issue with Pokemon, don't bitch at Nintendo. Bitch at Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't already know... The game takes place in the Hisui region, the past version of the Sinnoh region from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games. Players join the Galaxy Expedition Team Survey Corps in the Jubilife Village to embark on survey outings and research Pokemon. Players can ride uh, Pokemon and craft items, but are vulnerable to Pokemon attacks while out in the field. The game also features photography and trainer customizations. The game also adds the new Pokemon Reader, an evolution of Stantler, Basculian, an evolution of Basculin, and Cleavor, an evolution of Skyther. The game also introduces Hisuian forms of Bravery and Growlithe. Pokemon can be captured by, by throwing Pokeballs, but however, some Pokemon may flee or attack. Pokemon battles feature an action order combat system in which the Pokemon attacks depend on its speed, stat, and moves. Pokemon can use moves in two different styles. Strong style, which favors power over speed. And... <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to do a cosplay of that. Somebody's going to do Pikachu as Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm... Yeah. So, uh, bus, that, that settles it. I'm bringing my King of Super Effective Style shirt to Zenkai Khan. Bring it. And Agile Style, which prioritizes fast turns over strength. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus oh, oh, features a more open 3D style reminiscent of the wild area in the Pokemon Sword and Shield games. The story also involves the mythical Pokemon Arceus. Starter Pokemon include Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawott. The cover art picture that you would see if you picked up the game depicts Mount Coronet and the bygone Sinnoh region. Now, doesn't Arceus take place like years in before. The past. Yeah. So what was interesting, so many people were bitching about how the Gen 9 graphics blow the Arceus graphics out of the water. And I'm just sitting here going, you do realize Arceus takes place 
maybe a hundred or so years before all of the normal Pokemon games. So the graphics uh. have to depict how it would look in the past. And this- well, the the thing is, is the the game itself is based off of that generation. Mm-hmm. So when they updated it to put out uh, the updated version of Diamond and Pearl, they used those graphics. Mm-hmm. They didn't use the updated graphics from... Um, from uh, Sword and Shield. Right. So obviously it's it's not going to look like a brand new you know super pretty game. My fandom is insufferable. That's what we've learned. Every yeah. fandom is insufferable. And for those that still argue, um it is Arceus for English speaking. And in Japan, it is Arceus. Both sayings are correct, depending on where you're coming from. And the reason why it had to be changed... No, it's it's Arceus in the States and Arceus in Japan. Mm-hmm. The reason why it had to be changed is because in England, with the English speaking, Arceus is very, very similar to arse and (laughs) pokemon does not deal well with anything coming into that kind of realm thus in english speaking terms it is arceus it is both both sayings both ways to say the name are correct depending on whether or not it's english or japanese what's interesting and i know i brought this up before when we were talking about how some games have a different pronunciation based on location and how some games are changed for various reasons. Now, I don't know how many of y'all remember, but there was a console called the TurboGrafx-16. Oh, God, that thing. Hey, I liked my TurboGrafx-16, God damn you. I have a mini. Hey. I, I, I love that thing. Um... In Japan, they had what was called the core gra- no, the PC engine. That's what it was called. On there was a mascot of, of a prehistoric man. It, his name was called PC Kid. And I think it stood for Pithosaurus Computer Source, something like that. PC Kid named after PC Engine. In the States, he was called Bonk, and the game was called Bonk's Adventure. Oh, yeah, that one. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yep. In the UK, the game is called PC Kid because in the UK, the word bonk is just another slang term for sex. Could you just imagine if they left that title as is? Maybe the, the TurboGrafx-16 would have stood a fighting chance in, the, in Europe. See, when you said Turbo Graphics and Mascot, I immediately was brought back to our old friend Johnny Turbo. No, no, no. Johnny Turbo was more of the spokesman for the Turbo Duo and when it was TTI, Turbo Technologies Incorporated. 
And CWR says, was that one of the games that was always on Nick Carr Arcade? Probably so, yes. If it looked like a caveman with a giant head, yes. Yeah, that's Box that's Adventure. Bon and it was rebooted for Xbox. I would love to see I would love to see them do another reboot of that game, but since Hudson Soft was absorbed by Konami, and given how well they played around they did Super Bomberman, I'm not holding my breath. So and let's move into more let's get more into Cyberpunk here. Yeah, so uh, it was announced that season two of Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045 is going to stream worldwide exclusively on Netflix uh, coming in May. Um, so uh, Millennium Parade will return to perform the opening and ending theme song titled Secret Ceremony and No Time to Cast Anchor, respectively. The opening theme song is featured in the newly released trailer. Fans can also enjoy a new visual of Matoko and new Section 9 recru recruit Purin, mm. which uh, was illustrated by character designer Ilya Kuvishinov. Um, so there are going to be a couple of voice actor changes. Um, but yeah, so... This is kind of a more closer, I, I said, I guess a closer retelling of the 1989 manga um, instead of going off on its own. But uh, yeah, so there are 12 episodes in um, season one and then season two, uh, as I said, will be exclusively on Netflix worldwide starting May of 2022. You know, I actually have like the first Ghost in the Shell box set and I bought it for two reasons. One, I actually enjoyed it because I was trying to buy them individually, but I was broke. So I, only, so I think I ended up selling that one I don't recall I have, but I have the box set. And the second reason I bought it was I found out this one person I knew that I couldn't stand was thinking about buying it, so I decided to be petty and snipe it. <laughs> he had it up for sale. She was like, maybe. I responded with, what's your PayPal? But that does remind me, I do need to sit down and watch all watch all of them so I probably will do that I like that the different versions that are out there the, the different animes the the movies that are out there the manga it's all different mm -hmm. so while they're using the same character and it's the same kind of you know I, I guess overall plot yeah. You know, with what's going on and what's happening and things like that. It's all different stories. So I, I like that so much can be done um, with that kind of thing to make it fresh mm -hmm. while still using the characters in the world. Something that the Tenchi Muyo team need to take notes on. Yeah. Now we jump from something positive to something more serious oh boy 
So, yeah, a grand jury in Fairfax, Virginia, announced eight advanced eight felony charges mm. against former Jujutsu Kaisen manga translator Stefan Koza on December 20th. Eight as in one for each separate video of child pornography. He was arrested in December 2020 on suspicion of possession and distribution. <clears throat> what a... Co- so, uh... The police arrived at his house with a warrant, mm-hmm. and then he reportedly dialed nine one one, saying that some we- some weirdos were banging on his door, and they told him it's the police. Let them in. Wow. And then he dis- and then he grabbed his computer and st- ran out to the woods and started throwing the components everywhere. And then he panicked and tra- he said, "Panic!" Tried to discard them, those the high traces of. Downloads from BitTorrent Network. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And he was totally aware of what he was doing. While he was originally held without bond, he was eventually released on recognizance. He needed, he needed to sign a written promise to appear in court. That's what that means. As part of his release, he agreed to avoid all contact with minors and agreed, agreed not to use the internet. Mm-hmm. In January 2021, the court amended Koza's bond to allow access to Viz Media servers and to contact two people at the company via email. It did not continue to work with Koza at its like Viz did not work with Koza after his arrest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck this guy. Now I'm reading about his previous arrest. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Suspicion of violating Japanese Minor Offenses Act by trespassing and secretly taking recordings in an elementary school girl's dressing room. <sighs> oh, trust me. When he, go, when he, goes, when he goes to a fuck-me-in-the-ass prison, which is any prison, he will be neutered by the end of the day. Promise you that. Yeah, that's some lower hierarchy shit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, for those of you who don't know, my stepfather was in and out of jail like it was like if, like it was like him going to work so and I do know this wearing your wearing your baggy clothes means uh you're available and if they find out you are a pedo you probably will end up dead so yeah sex crimes and crimes against minors are very low tier and uh Putting them both together, that's just shit tier, so. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine how, how long he'll stay in jail before something happens to him. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. It's all, you know, that's the way I look at it. Can we move on to something else? Absolutely. <gasps> we can talk about idols. Oh, it's my turn again. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so voice actress idol unit Iris streams 15-minute digest of their ninth anniversary concert. Uh, the DVD Blu-ray will be available on March 9th. Uh, so five-member voice actress unit Iris. Uh, damn it, why are things opening that I don't want to open? Stop. Okay. 
Um, so the five-member voice actress idol unit, Iris's ninth anniversary concert, Iris ninth anniversary live, Queen's Message, was held at Makohira Messe Event Hall in Chiba Prefecture on November 7th. It also live-streamed worldwide. For those who couldn't see the performance and want to experience the excitement again, a 15-minute digest clip of the concert is now streamed on their official YouTube channel. Uh, The unit was formed by the six winners of the first Anson Vocal Audition held by Avix uh, and 81 uh, Produce in August 2012, then made their debut in November of that year. After one of its founding members, Azuki Shibuya, left the unit in the end of March 2021, they've been working as a five-member unit. Uh, So this was their first anniversary concert as a five-member unit. So the DVD Blu-ray set concert... um, The DVD and Blu-ray of the concert is set to be released in Japan on March 9th. Its first press limited edition Blu-ray comes with a bonus CD that contains 18 songs from the concert. Uh, So, yeah. For those that are interested in idols, for those that are interested in voice actors, um, there you go. And I am off to my normal sources to see if I can find some of their music. And I think I have it. I've had it before. Yeah, I know that we spoke uh, mm-hmm. when this actually, when they first started, right. I should say. Um, so this is just an update. They've been a year now of just five members, and they're still going strong. Yep. I, I, but Japan loves its idols, so... Yep. Japan loves its uh-huh. idols in the same vein that. Well, what do you what is what do Americans like when it comes to music? It's like every freaking week is a different flavor. I have no idea any, anymore. I re, I was recently setting the new radio stations in my car, and I came across friggin' Bust the Move on the oldie station. Well, it, don't it, just yeah. And I'm just like yeah. That's enough for me today. Ari, Ari, you have to understand, we, we, we are old. What we thought was good music growing up, and and we were here, the oldies, and our parents, I know my mother has said, Lord rest her soul, will go and say, you don't know about, about grown folks' music. You know, you don't know nothing about that. And I'm just laughing, like, you know, whatever, like 60s and 70s. Now I had said this when and I was shoes being put in the other foot. Exactly. Like I know I mentioned this when I went to get my booster shot, but yo, know, they were playing some great nineties R and B and I was just like, damn, they don't play music like this anymore. And I realized, oh fuck, this is I'm at I'm at grown folks music now. <laughs> oh. oh man. And what's interesting is the building that I work in has a radio station, uh, 1027 WNEW, which used to be like one of the big like metal rock stations in New York City. Now it's just top 40. Yeah. And honestly, I, 
I don't even listen to terrestrial radio anymore. Whenever I'm hanging out with you or Mako, we're playing anime shit off my phone, or I fire up iHeartRadio and we're listening to an 80s station or a 90s station, you know? Uh-huh. And as C. DeBerry says, back when I worked in the box office of a comedy club, I'd always be able to tell the bartenders I liked were working by the music playing. Well, yeah. Now I kind of wish I had like a little speaker at my desk for music because I'm like the only one in the open area, but nah. <sighs> All right. I, I, I need to get music ready for this because I'm just. <sighs> there is a reason why these devices are not around anymore. I wish people would understand that. For those of you who were at conventions during the 2000s, if you were on the East Coast, you would hear someone get, get your red hot yowie. That was usually hen done, And they would sell these yowie paddles. And it said yowie on it. Some said yuri, some said seme, and some said uke. And you had the hardcore side and the softcore side. So it seems that Last week, a fan of the Yowie Paddles formed a Kickstarter to bring them back. And I can tell you this now, a lot of people of, of the con generation of the 2000s are like, no, bring it back. There are people who are having Vietnam War flashbacks, okay? There is a reason why these paddles were banned from conventions, okay? I I know most of our participants here on Anime Jam Session would buy one of these Yaoi paddles and just take it upstairs. Or they would walk around the con and just hold it, you know. But then you got those who would like to smack their friends with it and smack random people with it. And I know there was a rumor that someone ended up paralyzed from being hit with a Yowie paddle, but that has never been confirmed, so I don't believe it actually happened. So, and as I said, Hendane sold these paddles. And as they were quoted, they said, we had a nice thing and it took a lot of work to bring it back, so let's make sure to keep it wholesome. That's not happening. Well, no, no, no. Actually, no. The cre I made a mistake. The person running the the, uh, the Kickstarter said that. We had a nice thing, and it took a lot of work to bring it back, so let's make sure to keep it wholesome. Henry Al, the person behind this Kickstarter. Now, here is something interesting. The person behind the Yowie, pa the Yowie Paddles Kickstarter, Henry Al, he did not reach out to Hendene to request permission to do this. Uh-oh. So I have a feeling before the end of this week, 
goes, there will be a C and D for this Kickstarter to be terminated. Now, I can tell you this now. When this went up last week, within the first day, a third of the, of the funds were there. But, as you can see, if you go to their Kickstarter, it has been pulled due to a copyright notification. So, I just have one... In the thought of creating this, uh, this is all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ian Malcolm. See, I thought that this was the CNE was going to come by the end of the week. Holy shit, that Christmas came early. <laughs> end of the frigging day. Yikes. I know. Yep, and the copyright notice is up there. I, 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 I really, I, I'm going to post this to to my personal, and I'm going to post this to to the pages because the world needs to know. <laughs> so while you were doing that, I was cleaning out my emails, and I found a, a email from Bonefish Grill. Yeah, it says, "Our Rockefeller Butterfish has it all." I'm like, oh god damn it. Well, you have to understand, Rockefeller is a known last name, so you can't really corner the market on it. I'm not trying to corner the market. I'm just I'm thinking, oh, yes, associating my name with something that'll freaking kill me. Mm. Ronma421 says, I saw some dude get hit by a guy dressed as Yusuke, and you could tell that guy was hurting. Like, damn, Yusuke, hold back some of that strength. Let me tell you something. If somebody hit me with a yaoi paddle... I would not be here right now. I would You'd be in jail. Yeah, I would be sitting in a cell for attempted murder because I'm going to. I was going to take that paddle, spin around, crack it upside their head, and just and just just go to town. <laughs> Shit. I wouldn't blame you. Ah. And I, and again, I am so glad. I am so glad. I'm gonna have to share this to Twitter and be like, "There is a God," you know. Oh no, I'm gonna tag Hendane and be like, bless you, Hendane. Bless you. <laughs> and as Ronald Fortune says, the guy let Yusuke do it. The best part is Yusuke even gestured he was swinging for the fences. Well, good. And now that we got that out the way, it's the part of the show that y'all really enjoy more than anything else. Meanwhile, in Japan, and you know what? I, I I'm going I'm going to save um Ari a bit of a headache. I will take the first story. All right, I'll take the last one then. Yeah, because we okay. Yeah, because we all know which one uh Mako was going to take anyway. So we did also did Mako a solid. Nyan nyan nyan. <laughs> See, look at that. So, it seems that a Hokkaido man was found naked in the laundromat in the middle of the night. What? Yeah. I mean, if it was my own personal house, 
maybe. <laughs> so, last week, February 23rd, is the new emperor's birthday, and it's also a public holiday. This year happened to fall on a Wednesday, making the previous day a little midweek Friday. However, we have to be careful not to get carried away when these special holidays come around. So what happened was, in, a, in an example, around 11.30 the night before, a man walked into the laundromat in the Atsubet's ward of Sapporo City, Hokkaido. However, upon entering, he spotted another man inside who was completely naked. As most people would, the would-be customer immediately left and called the cops. When the authorities arrived, they arrested the 21-year-old naked man for indecent exposure. According to the investigation, it was also found that his clothes were inside one of the washing machines, but it wasn't turned on, and it said that he had been drunk at the time of arrest. The suspect claimed to be a cook from Ashibet City, which is about 112 kilometers or 70 miles from Sapporo, and yet the man had no problem making himself right at home at that, wa at that laundromat. Police say they are still investigating a motive, but let's just say that he was drunk trying to wash his clothes and he failed at it. According to netizens, they, comments came across the board like maybe he thought it was his house. He probably didn't expect anyone else to come in late at night. Sounds like one of those minimalists. Laundromats should offer towels or bathrobes for situations like this. <laughs> but was he wearing a face mask? I like that one. If I was drunk... Yeah, watch, him be, watch him be wearing only the face mask. I mean, there is a superhero like that called Hentai Common, so... <sighs> if I was drunk and puked all over my clothes, I'd want to get it cleaned right away, too. And as someone else said, isn't he putting his own life on the line by doing that in Hokkaido? In regards to the last question, the weather in Sapporo at the time was about 3.5 degrees below Celsius, which is 26 degrees Fahrenheit. So in so other words... Minus three... Wait, minus three is Celsius? So in other words, um, if you're in the New York Tri-State area, Monday morning. <laughs> That's cold. Literally. It's fortunate that the cops were able to handle the situation before any harm came to him or anyone else, and this serves as a reminder to drink responsibly when the holidays roll around. It's like the old slogan says, friends don't let friends drink and do laundry. I mean, especially when you're sorting colors. Around here, and someone get drunk at a laundromat, they try and climb into the machine. Well, yeah. All right. So next up is Mako-chan. Yeah, so um, it seems that a cat has become the head priest at a Japanese shrine. Um, so in Japan, the 22nd of February is known as Cat Day due to the fact that Nya, which is the number, or Ni, which is the number two, appears in the word Nyan for Meow, making the 20, the 22-2 date sound like Nyan Nyan Nyan. <laughs> this year, the fact that it was 22-222, or nyan, 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 Cat Day became known as Super Cat Day. 
So, one rural town decided it would be the perfect date to herald a new shrine priest, a cat called Nitama. And if that name sounds familiar, that's because Nitama is the famous station master cat at Kishi Station and Wakayama Prefecture. Nitama, yes, the ni is means two in the name, is the successor to Tama, the original station cat who sadly passed away in 2015. Tama was so beloved by commuters, the station's opening company, Wakayama Electric, uh, they ended up having 3,000 mourners attend the traditional memorial service that was held for her. The company even set up a small shrine dedicated to the cat, who was said to have played a major role in the regeneration of Wakayama Electric Railway due to the number of visitors she attracted. Thomas Spirit lives on at the station, not only at the shrine named after her, but in the feline-shaped design of the building, which has her name displayed proudly on top. Due to its long-standing cat connection, Wakayama Electric and its cat-loving president, they decided to celebrate both their beloved felines on Super Cat Day by officially appointing Nitama as the chief priest to Tama Shrine. All the big media outlets were at the scene to capture the moment when Nitama took up the position as chief priest, with the cat dressed in the same garb usually worn by human priests on formal occasions. Mm. Um, so there is a video, and in that video, uh, the president of Wakayama Electric is seen presenting the cat to the shrine while say, saying Nitama will work hard as chief priest of Tama Shrine, adding a meow at the end to make it seem as if he is speaking on behalf of the cat. <laughs> oh, this is adorable. Following the ceremony, Kojima continued to act as Nitama's human representative by unveiling an official board detailing the history of the shrine and creating Goshun, the special slips of paper stamped with seals that are traditionally given to visitors of Shinto shrines in return for a small fee of around 300 yen. Nitama, who has the patience of a priest, will continue to work as station master while taking on priestly duties. Uh, Kojima says he hopes Nitama's new appointment will help to bring peace and brighten the world that's been darkened by the coronavirus. Judging by the smiles on all the visitors and the journalists at the official ceremony, it looks like Nitama's priestly ways are already making the world a brighter place, spreading joy around the country with its from its rural station. And yes, it's freaking adorable. Yeah. This cat is seriously, you know, disciplined. If uh, you can sit there in that getup and just let all this happen around him, you know? No, the cat is just that lazy. Oh, so hey, we got a raid. So oh, Damien what word? Pick for this, right? Oh, Rob Roberts from Orange Lounge Radio is raiding us. Is raiding us. Hey, Rob, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and as C in the mirror, he says, needs slightly more digi carrot. Well, I believe we're getting a new digi carrot anime later this year. Yes, we are. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping they release figurines because I need a Rabbi and Rose figurine. I really need one. Okay. Oh, uh, now we got that out the way. Ari, it's on you. Okay. 
One second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is a, apparently Gamer Apartments available to rent for under 350 US a month, which come with a full PC gaming setup. Mm. Let's see. Japanese esports company Basara or Basara has decided to tackle the problem of you know initial setup costs, etc., and are renting out gamer-ready apartments for gamers. The apartments, called e-rooms, come furnished with everything a gamer needs. Mm-hmm. A gamer PC, gaming PC with a gaming monitor, mouse, keyboard, gaming desk, and gaming chair. The specs of the PC differ, differ depending on the monthly rent. The cheapest beginner plan has a monthly rent of 39,000 yen, which is about 340. It includes a GeForce GTX 1650 PC with an Intel Core i7 processor and 480 gigs of solid state drive. The more pricey Elite plan, for those who are already serious, costs 69,000 US, uh, 69,000 yen, nice, which is about 600 bucks. Includes a GeForce RTX 3070i PC with an AMD Ryzen 7 5800X processor and one terabyte of solid state drive. Mm. Where the fuck is this in this country? I would mm-hmm. kill someone to get an apartment like that. Yeah, but oh, um, well, uh, the Ari. apartment is insanely small. Yeah, I was getting ready to get to that. Yeah, we've watched enough anime. You know how how you know the size of apartments in Japan for a single person, and in comparison to my place. I'm living large. <laughs> I mean, from the one picture I saw, because for some reason I can't load local pictures on uh, Sora News 24 for whatever reason. Uh, it looks like there's like an unfinished wall mm-hmm. on one of them, and there's just enough room for the mattress. See, it'd just be a, a roll away. It's a roll up futon that goes in the closet. Yeah. Oh, and they can also choose their keyboard and mouse setup from a selection of famous brands like Logical, SteelSeries, Corsair, and HyperX. An extra option is a streamer package, which includes a webcam and microphone. Uh, there's also Illustrator plans for digital artists and video creator plans. Both, pl- both plans offer apartments equipped with PC speed for digital artists and people who make videos with extra options like drawing tablets and monitor arms. Sounds good. The two buildings are in Sendai, Miyagi, and Basara hopes to expand them throughout the country. And applications open in early March. I'm guessing right about now, I presume. So, have fun dogpiling over one another to get into one of these places. Yeah, just imagine a place like that in like New York would be like 5500 a month, no utilities. Oh, it's sort of like it. I, I'm reminded of how you know if you pick up like the papers around here. Sometimes you'll see like lotteries for apartments and stuff like that. You know, they still do that. Yeesh. Well, yeah. The difference now is the apartments are these fan are in these fancy buildings. But the catch is, if you get one of these apartments, you can't go through the fancy front doors. You have to go through the poor door. What? Yeah. Picture the poor door as equivalent to my front door. Yeah. 
there are way too many implications about that. You think? Oh boy. And in Bonds 006 underscore 006 says, did I miss the Crunchyroll news? We didn't even discuss the Crunchyroll news because it came out suddenly today. So we will go into detail with it next week. But in case you haven't heard, basically the Funimation app is shutting down and moving everything over to Crunchyroll. That's basically the long and short. And if you have a Funimation subscription, you'll be given like a 60-day free trial or something like that. Honestly, I believe you should get whatever... I think whatever the remaining time of your subscription is, if you've paid like in lump sum, that should be given to you as a, as, as a remainder of your Crunchyroll account plus 60 days. It should be done like that. You know, That's the way I look at it. But... Yeah, and basically, any new any new sub any new dubbed projects are going straight the Crunchyroll. So, we will get into more details about that next week. But if you want more information about that now, just go over to Funimation.com. The only thing that pisses me off about that is um, the Crunchyroll app is broken and dilapidated. I as somebody said on my Facebook, maybe they or it might have been Twitter, maybe they'll take the Funimation app reskin it as a Crunchyroll app and push it as an update, which I hope they do. Because one thing I like about the Crunchyroll app is that you can actually use a physical keyboard to type in your searches, whereas the Funimation app, not so much. It's kind of odd. Funimation Group buys Crunchyroll, but all, but they move, they're shifting everything to Crunchyroll, sort of like Square Enix in a way. But as somebody said... Funimation for the branding, Crunchyroll for the content. Makes sense, I suppose. Anywho, now that we got all of that out the way, I think it's time for us to wrap up the show. Agreed? Yeah. Agreed. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They, in turn, will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we'll straight up tell you. If you have any questions about our show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to visit our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, anime reviews, editorials, cosplay uh, interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, links to our YouTube videos, links to our Facebook uh, convention photos, and so much more. That's all at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you like our show, you can find all of our older episodes through any podcasting app. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Search Anime Jam Session. Over 500 episodes for you to check out. Some good, some bad. All in good fun. And don't forget to follow us on our social medias. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It's all Anime Jam Session. Follow us on there so you know when we're going live, when, episode, when new episodes are going up, articles are going up, what conventions we're going to, and then some. It's all in good fun. And down below is our tip jar. So you can cheer us with bits or you can click on our Ko-Fi or stream element links 
and send us donations. We really appreciate that. And auto hosts, if you're add us to your auto host so you can share the good word with other people. So when you're not live, we're live and all that cool stuff. So now we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. I just want to go to bed. Mm. I don't like getting up early. I feel you on that one. Last words, Mako-chan. This weekend, I am tearing up flooring in my house. So, yay fun. Mm. My last words, um... I think I have some ice cream and some anime to watch, and then I'm calling it a night. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and I believe it's, it'll be Four Player Tuesday, and Ichigo Gami will be joining us next week. And after that, it'll be Wild Spice, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, since Tuesdays has it's five Tuesdays in a month, so Wild Spice will be back with us on the... On the 29th, we'll be talking about Zenkai and then some. So, I think we're done here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you next week. Jamatane!